well, thanks so much for taking time to speak with me. So let's just start this off nice and simply. First things first, how are you doing at the moment? I'm doing great. Uh, got off work about an hour ago. And uh, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. I uh, know it's my absolute pleasure. Um, it's great to see you guys doing so well at the moment. With the first half of uh, 2023 in the rearview mirror, so to speak, do you think it's been a good year so far for Deosa? And what has been the highlights? Uh, yeah, I would say it's been a pretty good year. Uh, obviously, the biggest highlight would be uh, we just got back from Europe about a month ago, opening up for Pantera. Uh, obviously, us being from of you know us being from Texas and stuff, you know, like that's that's royalty right there, man. And uh, we had people over there to you know telling us it's like it's really coincidence that or uh, I guess ironic that uh, we're from Texas and we had to travel across the world just to go play with them and stuff. But unbelievable experience. Uh, we made a lot of fans over there. Uh, beautiful country. It was in Romania. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The festival was in Bucharest too, and uh, it was awesome, man. I got we got to see uh, Villa Valo too. The guy's been a a big influence on us as you know since we were kids and stuff, man. So it was it was really a dream come true. So I would say that was that that's been the highlight of the year so far. Hopefully, there's more to come. It really is incredible. I've seen some of the videos. How did that? How did that come about? How did you uh, end up doing that? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, so we released an EP about a, a year and a half ago, mm. and there is a uh, a management company, uh, Deadfall Management. Uh, they're based out of Italy, mm. and uh, uh, his name is Roberto, a real nice guy. Uh, cool. One of their things, one one of their selling points was telling us, "Hey, we can get you overseas to play in you know festivals and stuff." And we're like, "Well, that's all we needed to hear to sign up, man." So. Uh, it was a, you know, it was a little tricky, man, a little last minute of what, you know, transpired to get to there. But you know what, you know, if you really want it, there's no excuse and you're going to find a way to get it done. And we, we got it done. Hard work, a lot of hard work, though, yeah? Absolutely. Yes, sir. It's the only way to, to I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess there's some, well, not even look, man. I'd, I'd say it's an opportunity. And whenever mm. that opportunity strikes, you need to be prepared for it. So that's the way we look at it. So, you know, we got prepared to go over there as an independent band. Yeah. You know, it was paid for by us strictly. And uh, obviously we got people that support us and believed in us to encourage us to do it. So it was just more of a reason to, you know what, man, let's go do it. You know, this is what we've been dreaming of. So let's go take the opportunity and run with it. First first time ever in that country. Yes, yeah, sir. First time ever uh, leaving the, the States. Uh, I mean, I've been to Mexico, but I still count that as, you know, here in homeland. But <laughs> yeah, first yeah. time leaving across across the, across the pond, man. And uh, we stopped in London, too. Uh, it was like our layover and, you know, got to experience that a little bit. Awesome. Oh, did Great you? Food. Cool. You didn't get stuck yeah. in the airport. You actually got to get out, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. But uh, mostly, you know, we got to go out a little bit. But, you know, we're mostly in the airport. And, you know, it, it was pretty cool, man, just to interact with people just from around the different countries and uh, yeah. just – Get soaking up the culture, you know, it's it's a it's quite of a culture shock, man, but it's pretty cool. Oh, it's amazing. I'm so glad you got the opportunity. I'm so glad you uh it was so successful as well. So I appreciate that, man. Nah, no worries. So new single. It's called Old Serpent, and it's out now. Really, really, really strong track, really, really memorable. When did work roughly start on the song? And what did your early vision look like for it? Yeah, uh, I would say, I think February is when I uh, I wrote the main riff. I was just sitting in my room. Uh, mm -hmm. I got a couple, you know, I I bought some new fuzz pedals and uh, 
and I just it was a uh, it was an MXR uh, Octavia, and I just plugged it in, and I I kid you not, man, that was the first thing that came out. <laughs> and then yeah, and then uh, uh me and the, me and my producer Raymond, we worked together, and then uh next day at work, I was like, hey dude, I got this riff, and I showed him a voice memo on the phone, and he's like, great riff, man, let's 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 do it. So uh, after I showed him the riff, he came up with like a chorus idea, hmm. and then. Uh, Raymond and I write a majority of the music together, and uh, I and after that, man, everything just snowballed and we just started writing music. But that was the first song we actually wrote, uh, for the new music that we have in, that we just have lying around right now. But uh, yeah, and then the vision obviously for the song was to you know, very anthemic. Uh, I mean, obviously, the opening riff is very uh, it's like classic, just like rock and roll, man, you know, like mm. Black Sabbath, and uh, just very fuzzy, it just gives that type of vibe. And, you know, I always just wanted something groovy and want something, you know, something for people to bop their head and just groove with it instead of just trying to, you know, go like 100 miles an hour or something. But, uh, I mean, the song came out, I envisioned it, and I'm very proud of it. It's very personal to me. Uh, there's yeah. a really good meaning behind it. And uh, it's probably one of the best songs, if not the best song that I've written, the, well, the band has written to date. Yeah. It is. I mean, you've touched upon it there and uh, listening to an experience, it is a deeply personal song. You're dealing with um, alcohol abuse and its effects. What made you want to delve into such powerful and such a wide ranging subject? I guess, uh, you know, as a musician, man, mm. you want to find your voice and you want to find your niche and what you're good at. And one thing that I'm really good at is, uh, you know, I'm very relatable to people. Whenever I meet them at shows and just out and about and stuff, I'm, I'm very good people. I love talking to people. I love interacting with people. Yeah. And I feel that a lot of people, uh, I've always, you know, my favorite band is Megadeth, and I'm Dave Mustaine talking about how a song he wrote helped save somebody. And mm. I think, you know, as a musician, I don't think there's any other higher compliment to get than saying that a song helps somebody get through a difficult time and. You know, alcohol is it's a it's been a problem in my family. It's taken a lot of my family members away from me, and you know, mm. I haven't fall prey to it, and I don't think I will because, you know, smart men learn from mistakes, but wise men learn from the mistakes of other men. Mm. And I've seen what it's done to my family, and I was like, I just can't do that. And you know, I feel like I have responsibility for my family, my last name, to you know, have like an old warrior spirit to, mm. you know, make an impact in my family and make my last name mean something, man. And, uh, you know, it it, it it's. Uh, it really is a disease, man, and it's a very unfortunate one. And you know, it was just like a uh, like a triumphant, you know, defeat for me. Like, hey, I, you know, I beat this thing, and it didn't, it didn't get me, you know. So mm. it's yeah, you know, my that was my whole thing to with the song and the lyrical content behind it. Has it been easy though to open up and talk about such a subject, even if you're doing it in nah, this man, form, in this musical form? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's you know. It's not really, it's, well, me being a male, you know, mm. and I, I'm Mexican, so I was, you know, very raised on the very, you need to be a man and you need to show, you know, strength and mental toughness for your loved ones and stuff. You got to take on the world. And uh, that's actually been a big benefit to me. But, mm. you know, sometimes, you know, when you, there's this moments where you need to be vulnerable with people and it can get a little tricky sometimes because, you know, you kind of, you know, stumble on your own words and kind of have like a word salad. But, yeah, the easiest thing for me to do it is through my music and stuff and through through lyrics. And it, it was a little weird at first writing about something so personal, but 
the more and more I, you know, I would try to find the melody to the lyrics and stuff. And I was just like, man, this, this just sounds right, you know, and I, we just went with it and it came out great. You know, the music video, it's very yeah. telling what it's about and stuff. And I'm just, I'm just very proud of it, man. And I appreciate you, you know, taking the time, to listen to it and, and appreciating it as well. I really appreciate that. No, it's incredible to hear you speak so openly about it. And with that, though, that comes to me with a ton of challenges. For you, what is the most challenging aspect of being so personal, but touching upon what you said as well, while trying to empower a listener through your music? Yeah, I think the uh, the most challenging part of it is coming off as genuine. Mm. You know, because I feel personally there's a lot of music out here today, man, that's just not genuine. It's just trying to meet a quota or... It's yeah. just, okay, that's in, Let, let's do that because that's what's going to attract people. The hardest thing to do is be yourself. And that's mm. hard because, you know, it, it's it's not a part of something. So people that are actually going to be into it, they're into it, man. And it it takes time for people to get into it as well because it's not the, you know, cool, you know, uh, hip thing to do at the time, at the moment, mm. you know. And, you know, obviously too, like, it's since it's very personal to me, like, you know, there's going to be criticisms. There's going to be there's going to be people that that are not going to like the song, or they're going to say something negative about it. You know, but that's just what comes. That's with the territory of being an artist, and mm. you know, putting your music out there and putting yourself out there. So it, it comes with the trade, man. And you know, at at first it was a little nerve wracking, but you know, I've heard all the positive response from people that you know I don't even know, man. It's it's very humbling and it's 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 very motivating. Are you are you um? able to well not able do you find yourself uh trawling the internet so to speak to find out people's thoughts and opinions on particularly on on your music on this particular track yeah absolutely man i think any artist that told you the other the opposite would be lying to you, you know <laughs> obviously you know as musicians man like you write music because obviously it's it's something that you love to do and uh you're making something that you don't hear you know, and yeah. that's my whole premise of, of my music is to make music that I don't hear that I want to hear. Mm. And obviously, too, like you want some type of uh, like uh, confirmation from people to, you know, because you're going to think your stuff is, you know, the best ever and stuff. Of, of course, you know, like that's just the extra ego. But when you uh. hear positive things, it's actually the opposite, man. You get very humble. You get really shy. And it's very like, you know, yeah, it's just humbling. And it's like it's quite the opposite. You think you'd be like, yeah, you know, that's that's my music. But quite the opposite man and uh yeah i look through the youtube comments and the instagram stuff and we're very quick to reach out to people when they comment on us and you know oh, we're cool. interactive with them and yeah we make sure to interact with people that always leave either a positive or negative comments even the negative ones yeah yeah man absolutely because look they took the time out of their day to comment on my band page so i made i made an impression somehow you know you want them to yeah. either love you or hate you when they just forget about you that's not what you want Love it. Well said. Um, we touched upon the challenging aspect, and I want to ask you the opposite side of that. I want to talk about the rewards. Talking about Old Serpent, and in particular, your opening up and being honest uh, with the listener. What makes that such oh, a rewarding okay. experience for you? Uh, I mean, obviously me being, just being 100% genuine mm. for myself and for my band. You know, it, it's it's real. And the fact that people that I don't even know, like have gotten a hold of the song and, and they let us know how mm. great the song is, or, Hey man, this is an awesome track, dude. Like, you know, I just found it on the playlist and, I, and they're just saying how much it, they like the song. And it's just 
like, dude, like, you know, those are the type of things that, that make it count when you can just make an impression on somebody for, for something that, that came in me, that came from within me in, in my room with my amp. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I was just sitting in my room, man. And, you know, <laughs> coming up with these little melodies at work and, you know, uh, just going back and forth with Raymond at work and we're in the studio and the fact that people from other countries and, and people I don't even know are, you know, that's the beautiful thing about the internet too, man. You know, it's got its names, but you can reach so many people and they can tell yeah. you something like that. And it makes all the difference in the world. It just makes it worth it. Like I'm doing something right. You know? You've mentioned um, the genuineness aspect um, a couple of times now, and it, it is so important, particularly when you're going to be um, speaking from the heart like this. Is that a concern of yours that overall then that you may not come across genuine and so it's something that you want to work on? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know with, there's always going to be uh, naysayers of any mm. any person that's doing doing something of some type of art or, you know, an yeah. athlete or something. You know, you're going to have people that just aren't going to like you for just, they're just not going to like you. Yeah. And you're going to have people that, you're not going to have people that don't really care. Then you're going to have to be people that support you hundred percent. So uh, me, I just, I, I just, I tell myself, just don't let it affect you, man. I, yeah. I know that it, it came from my heart and it came from a place that, you know, if it touches a couple of people, so be it. But I, I know I left everything out on the song and my band, we left everything out on the track, man. That I could really con control, you know, I can't really control how people are going to perceive it and stuff, but. It's been pretty positive so far, so that's that's all right with me. I think you kind of nailed it there. You know, you, you said it right. People, some people are just not going to like you. There's not really much you can do about that. So why worry? Yeah, absolutely. That just you, you're just gonna go crazy, man. Just yeah. only focusing on the negative aspects of something. Is um is old serpent there? Do you think right now it's a good encapsulation of exactly where they also are in 2023? Uh, where you're progressing and where you're heading. I think so. Uh, I'd like to think that that's kind of like my band summed up in one track, you know, because uh, we, we've been trying to find our sound. And it's really hard, man. Like you would think that, oh, every band has their sound, but it's really hard. Of course. You know, uh, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure every band that's gotten where before they've gotten where they want it to be. Like you hear their demos and stuff. You're like, dude, you sound nothing like you sounded. Mm -hmm. So it's it, it's it's trying to find that formula that works for you. And then you kind of have to have a sound, man. I remember hearing an a interview with Carrie King saying that, you know, their first couple of albums, like they didn't, they got, they're like, dude, we can't sound like Judas Priest anymore. Like we have to find what we're going to sound like. And, you know, I'd be damned if he wasn't, if he wasn't being hundred percent true, man. Cause you, you have to have a, a niche. Like you have to have a go-to uh, to separate yourself from all the other music that's out here right now because man there's there's just so much because the internet and everybody is a musician now man and you know it, it's tough man you know it's very 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 uh uh saturated especially here in the states mm. i mean well you, you talk about finding a sound look at the band you played with um just recently those early albums of pantera compared to what they'd become on cowboys from hell onwards it's quite different. Yeah, man. I, I've heard the demos, man. I've heard all those, you know, glam metal stuff. And I was like, dude, yeah. this cannot be Pantera, man. And it, it, it's Pantera. And it just shows you that, uh, you know, we change as people, man. Like everybody, yeah. you're going through something every time. We're, we're not the same every day. Like, 
you're always going to change. You're not going to be who you were when you were 19. Like I'm 29 now. I'm, I'm a lot more mature. I'm a lot more wiser. I've gone through more things and it's, it's, it's toughened me up and it's made me who I am today. And, you know, every, I just feel that it's happened for a reason. And, you know, I think that the best is yet to come for the band and for myself as a songwriter. I truly oh, believe that. Well said. That is spectacular. Um, so then as a group, as a, a unit, Overall, do you think you've got a good handle on the modern expectations of being in a band? Uh, what I mean by that is the social media aspect, the constant demand for you to have fresh content out there and an exposing exposing your personal lives a little more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it took a while, but you kind it's kind of uh, yeah you kind of have to you have to kind of get into that realm. You know what I'm saying? Like the mm. whole social media thing. You know, like. Me, I mean, obviously me being 29 years old, I'm not the biggest person for social media, but I've gotten to Instagram recently and I've been a little bit more uh, sociable with that, if you want to say. But yeah, uh, I I've realized how important it is for the band uh, per se. So on the band page, we're very interactive with people. Uh, mm. We try to push content. Obviously, we understand that, you know, we want to put out more music. That's like that's the main thing of us being in a band. But you know, man, it's tough to be pumping out music like that, that man. You know, yeah. you don't want to just pump out anything that doesn't mean anything. You know, especially for me as like, uh, I would hate to put something out and people were like, man, this is like the worst thing ever. You know, I think that would actually like suck. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I think people are just such in a rush just to constantly put stuff out and yeah, you lose you lose the, the quality because you're you're more focused on the, the quantity, if, if that makes sense. And it's, 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 it's tough, man, because you, you're going against this big machine that people are always putting stuff out. It's it, it and I I'll be lying to you saying if it's not hard man but it, it's really hard, but uh you know my band's got my back I got their back we got a great support system and, and you know we're not scared man and you know it, it's either you, you either keep going or you just quit it's that simple a lot of people make life difficult it's simple man hey dude just quit or you keep yeah. going man because if you quit you're always gonna have that dude what could have been you know and then you, if you keep going. You work hard, man, and I've seen too many times that people that I look up to, I mean, people that I look up to say, there's been times I wanted to quit, but I didn't quit, and I, you know, I, I got to where I wanted to get to, and I'm a firm believer in that, man. You feel like you've got the balance right between your own, like, mental health and drain of the social media aspect with what the band requires? Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, uh, I was, I was watching an uh, interview. I was watching an interview with uh, Billy Corgan and you know, mm. I like to watch all my idols and people I look up to. And I kind of, I nitpick what they say and, you know, I just kind of see how they deal with it. You know, it's, you know, a lot of my vocalists are, they're, they're not here, man. Like my favorite singer of all time is, is Lane Staley. And, you know, it, I, I, I do voice of an angel, man, one of a kind. Mm. And, you know, I, I, uh, but one thing Billy Corgan said was, you know, I don't listen to compliments and I don't listen to negative things. I just stay in the middle because when you start getting, you start getting too much, you know, you start feeling yourself a little too much. That's when you become a bear to yourself and you start to get either too big headed or you focus on the negative stuff and it drags you down. It's just basically say, you just got to stay even keel, man, and level headed. And obviously today in, in today's day and age with mental health and you know how bad it's getting, man, like, Obviously, the song that I wrote is, is kind of predicated toward that as well, because yeah. let's be honest, alcohol is, is a suppressant. You're trying to suppress something that's in you that's, that's eating up at you, man. And, you know, it's it's a form of mental health as well. So, uh, you know, I like to think that I got a good grasp on it because 
let's be honest, a lot of stuff on social media, it's not real, man. It's, it's yeah. all fake. Like I, I live in reality and you know, it's not as bad as they say it is. And it's, it's not as glamorous as they say it is, you know, it's just, you take it one day at a time. Yeah. And you can always take excellent words of wisdom from someone like Billy Korg. <laughs> I mean, there's a man who knows what he's talking about. I, absolutely, man. I, you know, I, I, it's like, uh, I didn't really care about school growing up, man, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I like worship my favorite bands that my dad showed me as a kid, man, like reading the, the, the liner notes as a kid in class and, you know, listening to interviews and just seeing, you know, my idols, how they went through some stuff and how they kind of operate and stuff, man. And, you know, that, it, but that's how you learn, man. You, you learn from, you know, people that have been there and done it. And the best way to know where you're going is to learn about your past. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't really listen to a lot of modern music. I listen to a lot of stuff from the eighties and the nineties and the, some some of the seventies and sixties music. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel a lot of, a lot of guys that have been there done that, man, they have so many nuggets of knowledge that you can just take and just, you can run with it, man. Like they don't have to tell you face to face, Hey, this is what you got to do. Like yeah. you can just learn from them. You know what I mean? We all, we all still constantly learning. That's the thing. That's yeah, the whole point, you know, that's the whole, yeah, absolutely, man. You're always learning something. Okay. Um, for those who have never experienced a Diosa show live, sum it up for us. What could we expect? Let's say 2024 comes around and you're out across Europe. You're touching upon the UK or across Germany, France, and so on. What would we expect to see from you? Uh, you're going to uh, experience a really tight band that looks like they're having fun on stage. Uh, you're going to see a, you're going to see a big old backdrop of our, uh, of our logo and our name now we're going to get one made and stuff. So uh, you're going to know who we are. We're playing for you. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm very genuine on stage as well, man. Uh, you know, I don't try to, I mean, obviously like you're in a different headspace when you're on stage and stuff, but people want to relate to somebody on stage. They don't want to feel like I can't relate to this guy. He's a, you know, egotistical prick, you know, like mm -hmm. that everybody just, everybody wants to relate to somebody, man. And, you know, I just know from experience that I can relate to people just, you know, you know, pointing to somebody that's, that's jamming out or, you know, I'm doing a solo or my, you know, our guitar player, Lewis is doing yeah. a solo or, you know, so yeah, it just interact with people and show them that I appreciate you being here and checking out my band. Like it, it, it means everything, man. It don't matter if there's five people or 500 people, you know, like the people that came to see you, just give them a show, man. And, you know, we like to put on the show and, uh, you know, we take pride in how we sound and we, we, we rehearse like crazy dude. And, we understand how important that is. And, you know, we just try to give it all, man. I, I leave it all on stage for anybody that's come to see us. It's going to be a bloody good time. We need to get you over here next year somehow. Yeah, man. I, you know, I remember looking uh the, uh, there's a bullet for Valentine DVD live at Brixton Academy, man, when I was mm. a kid. Uh, you know, one of my dreams is to play those venues in, 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 uh, in London, man. Uh, my favorite soccer team's from London. I'm a big Chelsea fan. <laughs> uh, yeah man like you know I've seen like all my you know favorite bands playing different countries and you know all this stuff and all these venues all these iconic places like you know Wembley and stuff uh, I got the my dad has the uh, Slayer uh, Decade of Aggression album and you know some of the songs are live at Wembley Arena and stuff and yeah, you know uh, it, it, yeah dude it's just you know I, I, I can't wait to go do that again what I just did you know I got a little mm. taste of it and yeah. It sucks just doing it for that short of amount of time and having to come back to reality, man. And it gave me that taste of, you know, what I've been working for so, for so long, you know? I love it. I love it. You've had that taste. Now you're just hungry for more. 
Absolutely, man. Well, then, it's, it's, uh, sorry, go on. No, I just, I was going to say, it's like the greatest thing ever to do, man, is to play music for people and oh, then so interact so with, oh, way. dude, it's, it, yeah, man, it's awesome, man. I got one more for you then. And really, it's the latter half of 2023. Um, what plans do you have in the works for the remainder of the year that you can share with us, if anything? Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, we have a headline show August 13th here in home. It's uh, going to be our first show in Houston in quite some time. Oh, really? Uh, we, we, we expect a pretty good turnout. I've had a lot of people hit me up for tickets and asking what time yes. to go on. And, hey, are you, are you going to play this song and stuff? And, you know, we're getting our merch made. Uh, we're going to have shirts, our hats. We're, we're getting the whole shebang ready, man. And mm. we should be getting our uh, we should be getting our stage drop, our stage banner pretty soon, too. So we're going to put on a show for the people that are going to be there. And then obviously uh, there's we're hitting the studio in August to keep finishing the music that we had. Uh, there's about eight songs. So, uh, mm. but they're, they're, yeah, if there's going to be some music, uh, new music pretty soon, man. A lot of stuff in store, man. A lot of stuff. That's... We're always doing something. That's all anyone wants to hear. It's all I want to hear is that you are keeping busy. You know, I asked that question and the dread is always that you're going to turn around and go, eh, nothing really. We'll see what happens. But no, that is fantastic to hear. Um, Justin, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me, man. And I really appreciate it. And, you know, well, I, I wish you all the best, man. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. As well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?